0: our gracious Heavenly Father we thank Thee indeed tonight for this another time that we can gather together to worship Thee and we would pray, Lord, that Your Spirit would bless each and every hungry heart in here fill them with Thy goodness and with Thy mercy in such a way that when the meeting shall be closed and we will depart to our homes. May we say like those from Emmaus, did not our hearts burn within us as he talked to us along the way? Save those, Lord, who are unsaved. Heal those who are sick. Bring glory to thy name, Christ to the earth. For we wait patiently for that great day when such things as sickness and death and sorrow and sin will be made an end to. When our great King shall come from glory, we wait patiently for His coming. We would ask that the Holy Spirit tonight would give us an exceeding abundance of His grace. For we ask it in His name and for His glory. Amen. Amen. You'd be seated. <clears throat> this has been another day of great blessings to me. I'm just a little tired because we have had many, many interviews today because it was the closing time for the interviews. And I'm just a little tired... The Lord in the room gave visions today and so forth, which makes it kind of hard on me than coming back to the meetings. If it's just one meeting, it would be different, but you're from one to another to another to another, just on. Tomorrow morning, the Christian businessman's breakfast at the Edgewater Beach Hotel. I'm sure it's been announced, and it is my privilege, if it's the will of the Lord, to uh, to speak in the morning to this group of men and their wives and whosoever shall come to the breakfast. If the Lord willing, I want to speak in the morning on the treasures of life. And then tomorrow night, our good friend, God's humble servant, Brother Tommy Osborne will be here. And they'll be showing his film, which I am very anxiously waiting to See it myself it's on his work over in Africa and then Perhaps after his film is shown and you'll see how God answers prayer for this great warrior Perhaps he will be ministering to the sick then tomorrow night immediately after his a showing of his film and then Sunday morning if your visitors here go to some good church and Then Sunday afternoon brother Osborne will speak again and Minister to the sick on Sunday afternoon Sunday night, it's my privilege then to close the services of this campaign if the Lord willing and he doesn't change my opinion I want to speak Sunday night on the door in the door. So that'll be the subject for Sunday night, if the Lord willing. Now, tonight I wish to read from the book of the Revelation of the Lord Jesus and the sixth chapter in the first two verses. And I saw when the Lamb had opened the seal And I heard as it were a noise of thunder, and one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering, and to conquer. I would like to take my subject just for a few moments tonight, if you will pray with me, on the subject of the mighty conqueror. It has been our privilege in the last few services to speak on the oncoming judgments and also on the... Rapture of the church just before the tribulation period. And I solemnly believe with all my heart that the rapture will take place before the tribulation. Now, there may be many teachers that disagree with that idea or with that teaching. But I have no education and I just study the Bible from types. And the types are shadows. And if we can see what the shadow of anything is, then we will have a general conception of what the positive looks like. And we notice that before the flood, not one drop of water had ever fallen until Noah and all that would be safe from the flood was inside the ark and the doors closed. And we see that before one lump of fire could fall from the heavens on Sodom and Gomorrah, that Lot had to leave the city and be altogether out of the way of the judgment. For the righteous judge could not judge the just with the unjust because the believer has already been judged when Christ was judged in his place. Therefore, it would be unjust for the holy God to judge them again after he's already accepted our judgment in Christ and now the subject tonight as the mighty conqueror man has set out since the ages began to conquer man likes to be a conquer and it is a great thing to be a conquer a conquer is one who has overcome his enemy That's the reason I believe the Scripture says that we are more than a conqueror. For He has conquered for us. And man, in these great times when they are moving forward, when they conquer, then they usually have a great celebration afterwards. We are told that when the late Adolf Hitler had conquered France, that he took his seat at the Ark of Triumph, when hours passed by, when German soldiers marched in the breast with the goose step to their great fear, and planes roared till it darkened the skies to give a salute to Adolf Hitler, Because they had conquered France again. But you see, it didn't last. Because if a man is a conqueror, his objectives must be right. And his motives must be right. And if you don't play the game fair, you are bound to lose no matter how much conqueror you are. You have to follow the rules of the game to be a winner. And if you cheat, you're put out of the game, no matter how good a player you are. So Hitler never followed the rules. He wanted all the power to himself and all the glory to himself. Therefore, his objectives was wrong. And any man that has those motives or objectives will end up just like Hitler did. We are told that when the great Constantine, when he was on his road to Rome, that he had a dream one night just before he crossed over to go in to fight. And he was a little weary about how the battle would come out. But in this dream, he dreamed that he saw a white cross. And a voice said, by this you will conquer. So he gets his soldiers up in the middle of the night and paints on their shield a white cross. And he did. (laughs) Conquer. Yes. Hey. <laughs> then we think of another man. About two years ago, I was standing near Waterloo in Belgium, looking over the ruins of where Napoleon was defeated. And as I stood there, someone handed me a little book. And I was reading the history of this great man and how he was first hated, France and then he became a warrior and conquered the world at the age of 33. And how that he, the objectives he had, though. And we're told that when he was 33 years old, he had conquered the entire world and sat down and wept because there was no other place to conquer. A great fellow. But in his conquering, his objectives was wrong. He wanted power to himself and he wanted everybody to Fear him. And when he was 33, the whole world trembled at the thought of Napoleon. We are said, told rather, that in this little book of his history, that when mothers would go to put their little babies to bed or they would be out of discipline, as mothers usually say, if you don't be good, the old boogeyman will get you. But instead of saying the old boogeyman will get you, they'd say Napoleon will get you. And it was the children feared Napoleon more than they did the boogeyman. Because he was such a murderer and such a bad man. And at the age of 33, he died, and he was first a probationist and died an alcoholic, sock drunk, because his objectives was wrong. You can't conquer by wrong, only right will conquer. Yes. That's right. You'll never conquer by cheating. You'll never conquer by proselyting in your church. You'll never conquer by building up one denomination above another. You'll only conquer as you let down the bars and let the Holy Spirit come in to the entire body of Christ. We'll never conquer as long as we're selfish. God hates sin. And he will not let it triumph over wrong. Right. As Napoleon died at 33. As a conqueror of the world. And sin had conquered him. But oh there was another man who died at the age of 33. Who the world and conquered hell and conquered death, conquered every enemy to the human race. That was our blessed Lord Jesus. The mighty conqueror. He did not come to conquer for himself. His objectives was to do the will of God who sent him. He did not fight for himself. He gave himself. Yes. At the cross, he said, I could speak to my Father and straightway he would send me legions of angels. But he come to conquer for Adam's fallen race. And the enemies, every enemy. I want you to hear that. Every enemy of Adam's fallen race was conquered and put under his feet. When he was here, I can see a picture of demons as they possessed a young man. And all of the military force and might, all of the law could do was to bind him in chains. And he was so strong with this demon power on him, he could break the chains asunder. There was no way to conquer him. And the evil spirits had drove him from among mankind that he had made his home out in the tombs. And whosoever passed by this way, he conquered them. But oh, one day there come a little man down the road. The Bible said there was no duty that we should desire him. Maybe a little stoop-shouldered man with hair hanging down around his neck. And this demon thought, here is the time that I'll overcome that little fella. And they possessed the man. And out into the road they went to meet him. And when they run to him to conquer him, When he raised his eyes, they changed their tune. Instead of trying to conquer him, they said, Thou holy one of God, why do you come to torment us before the time comes? They knew they had met their match. The great mighty conqueror of heaven was standing present. He wasn't physically big enough to break chains. He was not physically able to hold a man who the demons had possessed. But in him was the power of Almighty God who demons has to bow to. And he conquered this enemy, that Adam's race hereafter, who are bound with such a spirit Has the privilege of taking the name of this great mighty conqueror and casting him out. Then I can see him one day when he went into a sick room of his disciples. And in this room was Peter's mother-in-law laying sick with the fever. And of course, the doctors maybe could not help her. But he doesn't say a word. He just walks up and touches her hand. And sickness was conquered. He conquered sickness for Adam's race. And one day when his close bosom friend had died and he was four days journey away by the time he got there the skin worms was crawling through his body and the hands that he had shook and the shoulders that he had patted corruption had conquered it And death had conquered his friend. And I can see him standing there with his little eyes full of tears. As he looked like an ordinary man. And he spoke, "Yazareth, come forth. And corruption give back its victim. And death delivered the soul of the man for the mighty conqueror was speaking to the dead and the corrupted showing what he could do for all Adam's children I'm so glad that he's my friend for sometime if Jesus tarries that's the way we'll all lay but he's the mighty conqueror One night when he was passing across the sea, the great elements of the earth become disobedient. And when he was resting in the back of the little boat, and the winds came down from the skies and began to upset the sea, and the big waves were churning almost to the bottom. And the little boat was full of water. And this is just about the end of the road. And he they woke him up and he rubbed his eyes and said, Oh ye of little faith, where is your faith? In other words, if you seen me deliver the maniac, if you seen the fever depart and the dead raised up, Where is your faith? And he put his foot on the rail of the boat And he looked up towards those winds and said Peace And to the churning waves he said Be still And they hushed like a baby in the arms of its mother The winds and the waves obeyed him In so much as these apostles bosom friends of his said what manner of man is this That even the winds and the waves obey him At the other side of the sea Was a little woman who lived near the seashore She'd heard of his fame She had spent all the money that she had trying to get rid of a blood issue. And she'd give it to the doctors. They had tried faithfully and hard. But there wasn't nothing they could do. The blood continually came. And she came down to the seashore. And she crawled through the crowd someway. Until she touched the border of his garment. What happened? The mighty conqueror was standing close, and what the disease that had defied the doctor's medicine obeyed the will of the mighty conqueror, and her blood issues stopped. That's him. Death had struck a home where a little girl was of 12 years old. And as he was going, the message came and said, Don't trouble the master, for your daughter is already dead. It's all over now. That's the way we get sometimes. We think there's no hope. But he's Still the mighty conqueror When all hope is gone He's still the same And they thought it was over They had bombed her little body And laid her out on a couch And the runner said Don't trouble him For all hopes is gone now And as her daddy Looked towards Jesus To start to sniffle to cry Oh, those precious eyes turned to Jairus and said, Don't fear, only believe and thou shalt see the glory of the Lord. Walk into this death chamber where nothing but the end of time could reveal the end. But the beginning and the end were standing there. And he took her by the hand and said, mate rise up, and death was conquered. And she rose to her feet and lived. Yes. Yes. The greatest enemy that man ever had was death to all men. And he went to Calvary one day. And there on the cross. He, for one time, for all, conquered the greatest enemy that man's ever had. He conquered death for us all. Then when he died, that did not end it. He still had to be the mighty conqueror. So the Bible said, That he went and preached to the souls that were in prison that rejected the message of Enoch and of Noah that we spoke about last night and of all the others of those in Sodom and those who had rejected the prophets he witnessed to them That he was the answer to every prophet's message. The mighty conqueror. But they had passed between death and life. The separating line and there was no hopes for them. He went into the regions of the devils. Demons. He scattered them. And right to the very pits of dark hell he went. Still in existence. Though his body was quite on the cross. He was still the great and mighty conqueror. And after 1900 years has passed. He's still the mighty conqueror. And he will forever be the mighty conqueror. Then when he got to the very doors of hell. If we could use a little drama here. The devil stepped out and say, so I finally got you. So you finally arrived. I tried to destroy that seat all along. I destroyed Abel, I thought I had you. When I destroyed the prophets, I thought I had you. I was sure when I got John that I got you. But now here you are, and you're in my kingdom. And you're under my domain. And you're in my power. For you died as a sinner. I can hear him say, Satan, I am the virgin-born son of God. My blood's still wet on the cross. I have met every just requirement for Adam's fallen race. And I've come down here to conquer and to take over. Amen. Reached to the devil and grabbed the keys of death and hell. And hung him on his own side and kicked him into the pits where he belongs. Still the mighty conqueror. He started back to the earth triumph over death and hell to win the victory over the grave. But as he went up along the great paths, he heard some hymns being sung. And he knew he was coming near the gates of paradise where those who heeded the message of Noah, those who heeded the message of the prophets, were waiting because they could not go up. There was a mist of sin over the earth and the blood of bulls and calves and sheep could not atone for the human. Therefore they were kept in a place called paradise There was a mist hanging over of sin They cannot ascend up only he that come down And he walks to the door And he knocks lightly at the door Father Abraham opens up the door And he stood spellbound (laughs) And he said, Sarah, come here just a moment. Isn't that the same one that you baked the cakes for? Isn't that the one that sat under the oak tree that day? Sarah said, that's the one that had his back turned to the tent. And he perceived my thought when I laughed at what he said. He said, Children, I've come to take you now. I've conquered that horrible thing called sin. And just then, right over behind his shoulder, Abraham's shoulder, and Sarah standing looking, I can see another head moving up. And it was perhaps an elderly-like man. And he looked over the shoulder of Abraham, and he too, stood spellbound. It was the prophet Daniel. He said, "That's that stone that I saw cut out of the mountain with our hands That would destroy the kingdoms of the world." Someone come running. Who was it? It was that prophet Ezekiel. He looked over the shoulder of the prophet and he said, as he stood spellbound, there is the wheel in the middle of the wheel that I saw turning way up in the middle of the air. Each one had seen him in the form that they preached of him in. Oh, what will it be when we see him as the rose of Sharon, as the lily of the valley, as the fairest of ten thousands to my soul? What will he be? Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the root and the offspring of David, the bright and the morning star. And as they went out, he conquered the grave. And then there was a great mist hanging over the earth yet. So he had to conquer that mist of sin. That mist of stanch of the sins of the people. And with his own blood, his vesture dipped in blood, he conquered the atmospheres above. Blessed be his holy name. He cut the fogs of hell from place to place until he cut a hole through the sky that Adam's lost children could pray through to the victory. He conquered the atmospheres. He conquered sin. He conquered death. He conquered hell. And he rose triumphantly. On beyond the moon and stars he went with the Old Testament saints. Oh, what a victorious march that must have been. With the real conqueror. After a while they come in sight of that glorious city. Abraham says to Sarah, come here, honey. Honey. And she gets Isaac and comes along. Isaac gets Jacob. Jacob gets Joseph. And he said, that's that city that daddy saw. (laughs) Whose builder and maker is God. I walked about on the earth looking for a city to come whose builder and maker was God. And now I'm coming near the gates. Although the great man that they were, they could not conquer it. It taken one to come down to do the conquering. Though Abraham conquered difficult, Isaac and Jacob and Joseph, but there was only one who could conquer sin. That was him, the Lord Jesus. And as they seen the light from the inside the city, and the great pearly gates are shining Jesus in the forefront marching on and the angels begin to send to the top of the buildings and they look coming and the Old Testament saints cried out open up ye everlasting gates and be ye open and let the King of Glory come in, the mighty conqueror. And the angel screamed back and said, Who is this King of Glory? And the Old Testament saints cried out, The Lord of hosts mighty in battle. And the gates come open. And he placed at the gate the old rugged cross. And every man or woman ever comes into that gate will have to bow before that cross and recognize him as a mighty conqueror. And as the angels ten thousand times ten thousands of thousands screamed and shouted and praised the Lord as this great mighty warrior, he led captive captive and give gifts unto man. Not at the arc of Triumph like Adolf Hitler. But in the rims of glory. The angels sang and praised the morning star. As it moved down the street as the mighty conqueror who had conquered the sins of the world. And it brought forth the righteous triumphantly. On down to the city they went. Till they come to the throne. There upon the throne sat the mighty Jehovah. And as Jesus came to the throne, he fell to his knees and he said, Father, I have finished that work that you gave me to do. I've paid the debt for sin. I have the keys of both death and hell and your enemy is defeated. And these are those who waited patiently for this hour. And I can see the Father as He said, "Come up here on my throne, my son, and sit here until I make every enemy your footstool. There He sits, the mighty conqueror. Trusting in His Word, believing everything He says, trusting Him as my all, as my breath, as my life, as all that I have. Tonight, I fully surrender myself to Him, both soul, body, and spirit, looking for His second coming in glory. When I'm sad, I trust Him. When I am glad, I trust Him. When I'm sick, I trust Him. And when I'm lost, I trust Him. Whatever befalls me, I trust Him. Here some time ago, up in the Adirondack Mountains, a little thing comes to my mind. I've never told it in the public. My mother... Is a part Indian. And I love the woods. You know that. Until my conversion never took it from me. Oh how I love the woods and the mountains. That's my recreation. I was telling my wife the other day. I said honey. God has helped me in everything that I did. A fisherman I'm a poor one. But I kept some national records in the most mysterious place that a fisherman wouldn't even go. It's the Lord! I made shots six and seven hundred yards altogether out of reason for any rifle and hit as many as 33 straight times in a row when I'm a poor shot. It's the Lord! I thought I was just a little too good a woodsman. I couldn't be lost. I just got married. and Billy was a little boy then. His mother had been dead about five years and I had my wife, which is now Mita. And they were in a little lean-to. I was waiting for the ranger to come up. And I said, I believe I'll go out and get some Vinson. I said, you wait. And if the ranger comes up, we're going to hunt bear. On up on here came Mountain. I said, you wait here. They'll open the cabin when they come. And we were in a little lean-to. That night had been very cold. We had to hug the little boy between us to keep him from freezing. And then I went out to get some Vincent and I went down along the mountain. I thought I knew those Adirondacks ever tree. But when you get to a place where you think you know something, then you don't know nothing that you ought to know. The scripture says that. And I went up over a few hills and down. And I noticed a big bobcat. And I was trailing him because he was catching grouse. I thought if I could get a shot at him, I could get him. But I couldn't catch him. Then I thought I'd a bear. I hit a little ditch and went down this way into, towards the giants it's called. And while I was down there, I looked across and I seen something moving in the bushes that looked black. Well, anyone knows that a hunter you don't shoot at objects. You know what you're shooting at So it could have been a man So I waited till it come out into the open and it was an old buck deer And when I shot the deer I said now I told the wife I'd be back at two o'clock I started back up and the fog began to come down snow and fog was coming I started right up the little drain. I thought i would go up here. I don't know where I turned off at the right And I walked and I walked and I walked. And I never did find that place. I stopped after a while and I was right back in front of my deer. I started again and come back to the deer again. Going one straight way, come back to the deer. Now the Indians call that the death walk. You're walking around. No compass. And the winds were so high then... And anyone knows that in the mountains when that fog comes down you can hardly see your hand before you And the only thing to do is to go in somewhere Hold up get something to eat if you can find it and stay there until it's over But I couldn't do that I had a wife and baby in that woods And they'd die in that storm So I couldn't do it And I had to try again And after gone as far as I thought I should go I thought well I'm lost I thought, wait a minute, Bill Branham, you're not lost. You just think you are. Why, well, sit down a minute. And as I start to set down, the snow blowing and the winds are twisting, the trees are laying over. I thought, oh, my. My wife was never out of the city in her life. Let's just ride out to the country and back. What would she do in the old meat lost in the mountains? She'd go wild and she'd die before morning. her and my baby. Well I said, oh you're too good a woodsman to be lost Now you know your instinct tells you that you should go right this way Because the wind was in your face when you come up the hill It's got to be at your back going down the hill So I started like that And something began to speak I am a very present help in a time of trouble I said now I am getting beside myself I think I can hear a voice speaking to me. I shook my head. I said, come on, boy, just come on. You're going straight towards the the way towards your camp. You know you are, and I helped my gun. I said, old gun, you've been with me many times. You'll help me through. Throw it on my shoulder. I was going exactly towards Canada, not knowing it. And that voice kept speaking, I'm the Lord. I'm a very present help in a time of trouble. And it got deeper and deeper until finally I stopped and set my gun against the tree. I laid my old hunting cap on the ground and knelt down and I said, Lord, I'm not a woodsman. I'm a lost, miserable, wretched boy. I'm not worthy to live but please have mercy on my wife and baby. I thought I could conquer any storm, I could conquer any woods, but I found out that I wasn't no conqueror. And as I prayed, I felt real good about it. I raised up and I said, Now, my instinct tells me to continue straight ahead, I shall go straight ahead. And as I started to walk on, wiping the tears out of my eyes, you might not want to believe this, but I felt the mighty conqueror put his hand on my shoulder. And I stopped startled. I thought I'm by myself in this woods. Who stepped from behind a tree to put their hand on my shoulder? And I turned and looked, and there was nobody there. There. But as I looked backward, to my right and backward, are the winds turned away and I seen the tower on the mountain. The hurricane tower where the ranger and I put the telephone up to that. I was going to my death. Not knowing it, but he's a very present help in a time of trouble. I turned myself to the direction Quickly, before the clouds come by again, just a little hole and I spotted the tower. What was it? It was His mighty hands who conquered the winds and the waves, moved back the fog to save a poor lost wretch. He still lives. He's a mighty conqueror. I set my face towards that tower. It was all foggy again but I had to keep a straight direction. And I walked and I walked. It got dark. Right up that mountain over the slides and what more. I knowed I couldn't change my direction. It got dark. Deers jumping up in front of me and animals. I didn't pay no attention to them. I was going along and said, I am trusting in the Lord. I am standing on His word. And as I thought that it got too dark I said, oh, if I could only feel that telephone wire. I know it crossed the mountain somewhere. I helped put it up. I thought if I could only feel that wire. If I could only, it's my only hope I can't see no more. If I could only touch that wire. And I just about give up hope and after a while my hand hit something. I felt it, it was the wire. I wouldn't turn loose the wire. I took off my hat and throw down my rifle. I wept like a baby. I know that at the end of that telephone wire, my wife and baby waited for me. I wouldn't turn loose of that wire all the way down the mountain. I held on to it just as reverently as I could. And I was brought safely to my loved ones. Brother, one day when I was lost, worse than that, I heard a voice say, I'm still the mighty conqueror. And he cleared away my sins and I laid my hand on the power of Almighty God that shook me from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. I've had my hand on that ever since. At the end of this road, my Savior waits. My loved ones wait. And someday I hope to see them. I'll hold to the road. I'll hold to the wire of His glory that leads from the cross to glory. And trust Him till I die. For He has conquered all my enemies. He's conquered my sickness. He conquered my sin. He conquered my selfishness. He conquered my ways. And today I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus who conquered for me. If you don't know him, now's the time to know him. While we bow our heads just a moment for prayer. While we're waiting and the music is getting ready. I wonder while you're thinking of it. Have you ever put your hand in his? Have you ever felt what a difference it is? You might have shook hands with the preacher. That's all right. But have you ever touched the conqueror's hand? Do you know him as your savior, as your conqueror? He conquered your judgment. You don't have to die, neither do you have to go to judgment. You just put your hand on his and follow on. If there would be a man or woman in here, boy, or girl that has never did this, would you raise your hand and say by this, brother Branham, pray for me. I want to touch his hand. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. God bless you, madam. Someone else, God bless you, lady. Someone? God bless you over there. I want to touch the mighty conqueror's hand right now. God bless you back there. Bless you here, sir. Bless you here, lady. And bless you, bless you, brother. Bless you, my sister, you brother, you sister, you sister. I want to touch that nail-scarred hand. Oh, it's a different. It's different from touching any other hand. He's a mighty conqueror. You can't conquer in yourself. You've got to depend on him. Would there be another who would like to touch his hand? Just raise it up to him, saying, Lord, be merciful to me. Up in the balcony. God bless you up there, young lady. God bless you. God bless you God bless you young man God bless you Over to the right God bless you lady God bless you sir Someone else raise your hand and say Lord be merciful to me I've been coming to God bless you young fella God bless you I've been coming to these meetings Brother Branham I've been seeing God reveal himself Now I want him to touch me I want to feel his touch back And that little shake on my heart that tells me I'm forgiven and I can go home with him. When that great, tremendous hour comes when his church is taken up, I want to have my hand on the wire. God bless you over there at the wall, young lady. God bless you back there, lady, way back. God bless you, sir, back there. Some other... right. God bless you here, lady. Just as we wait a few moments longer, some... Thirty hands or more, I suppose, has been up. Sinners calling to God for mercy. Now, with your heads bowed and every Christian praying, softly let's hum this song now. If you feel led to put up your hand, do it. Without one plea. But that thy blood... Wash shed for me because i promise i believe O lamb of god god bless you come god bless you sir i Come just as I am And waiting not To rid my soul Of one dark blot To thee, the mighty conqueror Whose blood Can cleanse Each spot Oh, Lamb Of God I come God bless you young lady I come Just another mm. God bless you sister back there He sees you If you believe me to be a servant when you raise your hands with a sincere heart the recording angel sticks your name right on the book He that will come to me. I will in no wise cast out Though your sins be like scarlet. They shall be white like snow Just one touch of his hand He conquers sin He conquers your temper. He conquers your disposition. He conquers your life. He conquers your habits. He's the mighty conqueror. Won't you surrender to Him tonight? And at that day when we go in, God bless you, lady. That day when we go in, God bless you back there, sister. We'll go through not the ark of triumph, but we'll go under the old rugged cross, praising Him when we hear the angels singing. He'll be after us one of these days. Though the skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh, I'll see the mighty conqueror. For he promised me and he cannot fail. He's a God of heaven. And he's present here now. Just another before we close and pray. God bless you over here, sir. God be merciful to you, lady. God bless you. God bless you sitting here, lady. That's right. God bless you, lady, right here. You. That's good. Mm. Oh, merciful Father. This glorious moment. If this little audience here tonight could only see what's happening. By faith, I believe that the angels are waving the white flags in heaven. Mothers whose soul is under the throne Is rejoicing with them Their lost child has come home They've watched down to the lattice They've seen that hand go up The devil is defeated His dark kingdom, his domain Has no more power We stand with him The great mighty conqueror the morning star is over us. The old rugged cross goes before us, cleansing our ways. Oh, holy God, I present these converted people back to you, and you will give them to the Son. You said, No man can come to me except my Father draws him. And now the Father has drawn them, and they've raised their hands. And Lord Jesus, they belong to you, they're gifts from the Father Love gifts of your grace Receive them into thy kingdom, I pray God Give to them the baptism of the Holy Spirit And place them out here on the battlefield Under the banner of the old rugged cross With Jesus the mighty conqueror Leading and giving directions We shall triumph at last. Bless them, Lord. And bless those who should have raised their hands. Give them another chance, Lord. And even now in their heart, may they say, Yes, Lord. We don't know. Thou knowest. But I pray that you'll save them anyhow. And get glory to Thyself. For we know that the time is at hand when the rewards will be given out and the judgment of the world will come. Now, Almighty God, to these newborn babies, I pray that You'll reveal Yourself tonight to them in the, an external way that You will manifest Your presence here to let them know that it's different from joining a church. It's different from quoting some creeds it's being born in the kingdom of the King. And being a friend to the great conqueror who has conquered their life and their sins, their temper and their, all their sin and disillusions. Grant it, Father. We give them to Thee now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Oh, don't you feel real good Something about the good old gospel It just scours you out I love him, don't you? So real You know, I believe this is going to be a wonderful night for the healing also. Now, He is the mighty conqueror. And just look tonight at the hands that went up. Now, in the morning, just as quick as you can, get to some good church and be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit. That's the promise Peter said on the day of Pentecost, repent every one of you. That's what you did. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children and to them far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And he calls you and you're a candidate For the Holy Spirit now. And it puts you in the service of the Lord. Oh, we welcome you into the kingdom of God. We're so happy to have you as our brother and sister. God's grace rests upon you, my dear friend. Now, we shall pray for the sick. And may the Lord grant His blessings to us as we pray. And now... Don't forget tomorrow night now. They've made the announcements. And now, and then tomorrow morning. Uh, prayer cards, you told me what you give out, but I forgot it. And here we stand for the first time meeting. That's just the same picture. That's when Nathaniel found Philip, or Philip found Nathaniel and brought him to the Lord Jesus. And began to tell him along the road what Jesus did. and I can imagine Nathaniel saying, now wait a minute. I don't believe that. I don't believe the man would know anything about me. And when he walked up, Jesus looked right at him and said, there's an Israelite in whom there's no guile. He said, Rabbi, when did you know this? How'd you ever know me? You've never seen me before. He said, "Why? before Philip calls you, 30 miles around the mountain, I saw you under that tree praying. He said, Thou art the Son of God. You're the King of Israel. Now how many out there in the audience That hasn't got prayer cards And you want the Lord Jesus to heal you Would you just raise up your hands? Alright, that's fine Now, The Bible said that he can be touched By the feeling of our infirmities You touch him and see what he says See if he don't speak just the same As he did to the woman at the well, well Now, sir Just to speak with you a moment If you were sick And I said, sir Are you sick? You'd say, yes, sir. I'd say, what's your trouble? You'd say, I have a tumor. I have TB or whatever would be wrong. I'd say, well, you're going to get well, sir. Just go be of a good courage. Well, perhaps you would. But that wouldn't be a miracle. That would just be a man telling you something. That wouldn't declare the supernatural. That would just be an act of faith. Is that right? But now what if the Holy Spirit if we both man and going to stand in his presence, the mighty conquer. And if the Holy Spirit will come and reveal to me, like Jesus said, I do nothing in myself. And I do nothing till the Father shows me. Then according to his own word, which the scriptures cannot be broken, he said himself. I do nothing till the Father shows me first. How many knows the Bible said that? St. John five nineteen. Now, his words are true. Therefore, he did not do one thing until God showed him first. Then he saw vision. Like the woman at the well and all the rest of it, he saw a vision. Now, if he will do the same thing tonight, that will show that, and he will let me know something about you. Your trouble, how sick you are, what your trouble is, or what you're here for, or something that you've done. Or anything that you know what I know nothing about. That would be His grace. His mercy. It would be to vindicate that He's here. Would you believe it that way? You would. Would the audience believe it the same way? I see both of us here. And I'll look down that line of people. There's not a person that I know. Not even in the audience tonight. Only Rosella sitting right here. I know her. The little girl that was healed of being an alcoholic. Just the same way these people are here each night. How about it, Rosella? That's right. I told her she's an alcoholic and what sin she was in. And I wonder if that little lady here that was a, a dancer, what was her name? She was, she was a Catholic girl, I believe, then or something. And it called her. She was here the other night, so I were told that uh, her and her husband, I believe, and a little boy. What was her name, sister? Eileen. Eileen, are you here tonight? If you are, would you raise your hand? She was a a Fred Astaire's dancing partner and was mixed up in dope and everything else. And the Holy Spirit called her right out. Right here at Hammond. She was gloriously converted. And now she's on the field working for the Lord. Rosella, out into the jails and everything, working for the Lord. When she comes, she was a miserable, wall-eyed, wretched, drunken-looking thing, full of doping out of the swing holes down here in the city with her coat opened up like this and the bottles of whiskey poured down in the highest doctors of this city, said there's not even a hope for. But, oh, that mighty conqueror come riding by one day. Here she is tonight, a lovely, beautiful young lady, a trophy of God's eternal grace. What happened? Sure, medicine, alcohol, synonymous, nothing could cure it. But the mighty conqueror who conquered every temptation, every habit, Everything that the devil put on man, he conquered it. And Rosella is a testimony to it. Not only her, but thousands of others like her. Just look and believe. Now, if he would do that, sir, you would know it would have to come from a supernatural resource. So would the audience. But it will be up to them. What, if you think it, it's of the devil, then you get a devil's reward. If you think it's God, then you get God's reward. Not me. I'm just a man like you are. The least among them. But if he will reveal it, then you be the judge. You can tell where that's right or not. And if he knows what has been, surely he knows what will be. As I just look at the man, I'm not reading his mind. God in heaven, who is my solemn judge with my Bible over my heart, Knows that I'm not reading the man's mind. Not at all. I'm watching for something. For the grace of God. Peter and John said, look on us. That means give heed. Watch. Jesus caught the woman as he said, bring me a drink. He went to look at that lovely young woman and began to tell her where her sin was. Actually, he talked to her a while. That's the very same thing. I'll try to preach. That's one spirit. One anointing. This is another one altogether. And to come from one to another quickly, someday God will give me a real manager to preach again for me. Then I'll have long services. You're not here for your own health. You're a healthy man. But you're here for somebody else. And that's another man, one, which is a relative of yours. And they're not here. They're not even in this state. They're not even in the United States. I see the country and the city looks like it's kind of hilly. And it's across the seas and it's Norway. I've been there. That your brother-in-law is heart trouble, high blood pressure. Now, I see a woman appear now, and she's a relative, a niece, and she's she's deaf. That's thus saith the Holy Spirit. (laughs) That is true. Well, if he knows whatever it was, he would know the future. He was the one who said this would be done. The same one said, As thou hast believed, so be it unto you. Do you believe? Then let us pray. Merciful God, before these newborn babies as they see your great Spirit moving in the body of the church, grant eternal God that this man will be given the desire of his heart as I pray for him in the name of Jesus thy Son. Amen. God bless you, sir. Come, lady. We are strangers to each other also, I suppose. If we are, would you just raise your hand with me? Not just to say to the audience that we don't know each other. If the blessed Lord Jesus should reveal to me what you're asking Him for, would you believe it and accept it? And believe that He would give to you the desire of your heart? You're also standing for someone else. That handkerchief is for it. That someone is a woman who is younger than you. It's your daughter. And she's extremely nervous and she has something in her throat. It's a garter in her throat. And she's in deep trouble, she's not saved. She's a sinner. Her husband is a Catholic. And you've got a grandson. And that little boy looks to be about four years old. And he's demon oppressed. Mm -hmm. Those words are truth. Now take the handkerchief and go. And don't doubt. God will reward you of your faith. Amen. The Lord bless thee, my sister. Just only believe. Now here is a lady I've never seen in my life. Are we strangers to each other? If you just raise your hand so the people would see. What about it, little boy? You were praying, wasn't you? You want healing for your daddy. He's got a bad back, hasn't he? All right. It'll leave him. Just don't fear. You believe? Just have faith. What did the little fellow touch? He never touched me. He touched Christ. And he's the high priest that can be felt or touched by the feeling of our infirmities. The entire audience ought to be fully convinced. You've made up your mind whether you believe him or whether you do not. You've made up your mind whether it's God or whether it isn't. Let's talk to the woman here just a moment. She's up here. Yes, this woman stands here for a condition of bladder. And she's got someone else on her heart. And oh, what a condition that person's in. That's your brother. He's in an insane place. And he's blind and going deaf. Do you accept the great conqueror just now for his behalf? Then the Lord grant to you, my sister, the desire of your heart. I want to touch that handkerchief. Oh, God of heaven, deliver, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Just believe. Don't doubt. Jesus said, if thou canst believe, all things are possible. To them that believe. eighty. Supposingly this is the first time we've ever met in life. Is that right? Would you just just sort that see that it's Don't be scared. We're in. It'll be all right. Now you're afraid something's going to come up. See? And you know what I'm talking about, lady. I won't mention it here. You're scared, but don't be afraid. It'll be all right. And that which is at stake, don't worry. It'll come out all right. If the Lord God of heaven will reveal to me what you're there, what you're praying for, will you be willing to accept it? I see that you suffer with a lady's trouble. It's a female disorder. And I see you covered up in a white sheet. Some, Oh, it's an operation. You've just had an operation for that same trouble. And uh, it just don't heal up. And that's what you're here for. That is true. And then again, I see with a thing around your arm. You got low blood pressure, and you're extremely nervous. And you come from another city to this city to be prayed for. Before you come, you prayed that you'd be brought into the prayer line in a room near a bed. That's thus saith the Lord. And if I see you leave the city, uh, it's Rockford, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Go back, believe. And you'll get well, God being merciful. We are strangers to each other, I suppose. You've see me at meetings, but we've never met before. Then the Lord God, if He will reveal to me what you're here for, sir, would you believe? with all your heart now audience if you're ever going to believe you believe now look Moses was giving us two signs to perform and as soon as he did it once Israel followed they were other prophets and they were other leaders and so forth that helped bring Israel out and after all, it wasn't Moses. It was God, that pillar of fire, that followed the children of Israel. Moses was a man. God was God and still God. And now these visions, it's not visions. It's some people's faith. Visions is what happens is the recording boys here and all been around home and so forth. Know these things. This meeting coming up in Africa... That's a vision. That's when God uses His gift and shows. This the people are doing it. You're doing this yourself. It's your own faith touching him. Reason I have to ask someone here close first is because just look what's setting before me. Yeah? And there are each one of you. Hundred thousands of you are making that feeling. And it's hard when they're coming. And you get weak. One vision hurt more than preaching two hours. So this man here says that we are strangers to each other. And we might have been born miles apart and years apart. But the Lord knows all about him and he knows all about me. And if the Lord will reveal to this man, to this man what he's here for or something about him he knows I don't know if I don't know him and never seen him I don't know nothing about him but if the Lord will do that how many will say amen I will then believe now the brother and I are both standing here that we've never seen each other or met before and knowing nothing of each other May the Lord grant it, sir. I just want to talk to you a minute just to see what he would say. I see the man as he's trying to move from a chair, he's getting up slow. It's arthritis. And then there's something wrong in his lungs. And it was caused from some sort of a stuff. It's dust. Rock dust settled on the lungs. Now you see that? How many believes now? Now more you would talk to the man, more would be done. Would you like just to talk to him a minute again so you see the infallible part of it? Now, now honestly, until Leo here, them plays me back the tape, I don't know what he said. See? It wasn't me. I just go off, I, I see something happening, and I just say what it is, and you catch my voice. It isn't me. It's him. He's just speaking in my voice. See? That's what it is. And then, looks like you could see that. It's that woman sitting there praying right there. She's got a growth on her ear and praying that God will heal her. You believe that the Lord God will take the growth off your ear and make you well? If you do, raise up your hand and just accept it. All right, you're going to have what you ask for then. What did she touch? Let's talk with you again, sir. See what he would say. Yes, I can see now. It looks like a boiling something. Fog. It's it's dust. Something about dust. It's settled in the lungs. The doctor has said it's settled in the lungs. And you're not from this city. You're from a country that's got... a. hardwood and it's near a river and I see the river's a large river it's the Ohio River and I've been near the place and you're near Evansville Indiana though it's not in Evansville it's a little city across the river called Lola, Kentucky that's where you're from Mr. William H. Wheeler, now if you want to believe the Lord and go home and be well, you can do it. Do you believe it? Go home man, and be well and be. The Lord bless you, my brother. Do you believe? You believe He would heal that diabetes and would make you well? You believe it. That lady sitting right there, elderly lady Looking at me right through here She's got both heart trouble and diabetes Sitting on the end of the seat right back there Looking at me That is right, lady Now you can both go home and be well Amen. Say, by the way, lady Lay your hand on that colored lady next to you She's suffering with stomach trouble That's right And the colored lady sitting next again Is suffering with stomach trouble Both of them Alright You don't have it now Mm -hmm. The Lord makes you well You're afraid that arthritis will cripple you But it won't do it if you'll believe Will you believe? Then go and be made well The Lord bless you If thou canst believe Do you believe? Every one of you One heart and won a card you're praying for that boy it's a mental condition and unsaved you believe that the Lord will heal him and make him well you do sir all right he'll do it amen have faith All right, come, lady. One thing, you have a lady's trouble, which is just actually your age. But what you want me to pray for is heart trouble. And God will heal you if you believe it. Will you believe it? All right, go and believe. Let me ask you something. Be it that you don't get it just quite, you see. The Bible said, these signs shall follow them that believe. Did you ever read that? You've desired a closer walk with God, too. That's right. You've tried that since a girl. But you think that I'm a believer? Will you believe with me? Then the Bible said, They lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Now, Lord, thou art God. Now I pray that you'll grant this blessing to her. In Jesus' name, amen. Go believing. Oh, what a beautiful time. What a glorious moment. I be reverent. The lady sitting there, she wants healing for her eyes, sitting on the end of the seat back there praying. That's right. The one next to you has an infected. Female gland, the little lady with the little bobbed hair across this way. Doctors have said, say, infection in the female glands. If you believe with all your heart, do you? If you do, raise up your hand. All right, you're going to have what you asked for now. What do you think about your stomach trouble? You think it left you just then when that feeling went over you? Then go eat. Amen. Have faith. And when I said stomach trouble, a strange thing happened. You were healed with the same thing, so you can go eat now. Make yourself. A does thou believe with all your heart? Do you believe? Believe that the Lord Jesus is here to make you well, to heal you? How what more could he do? Now you do just as I say. Now bow your hand. Now you as I say this prayer, you pray it from your heart. Oh God, Creator of heavens and earth. Say it out loud now. Author of everlasting life. Giver of ever good gift. I'm following these instructions. Because I've been taught tonight. That your son. Has conquered all my troubles. I accept Him as my conqueror and I commit all myself to Him believing that my sickness, diseases or whatever is wrong with me will leave me for I asked it in Jesus' name. Now just be real reverend. Now you set in now. That's your prayer Now, keep this on your mind What is that near you? That's that angel of the Lord Yes, little lady That female trouble has left you there All right. Yes, sir That prostrate has left you too, sir Alright, keep praying Keep praying Lord I just know that you're near me now I know that You're healing me. You sitting here blind with your hand up to your forehead. Have faith in God. He's near you there. Don't doubt. What could happen at this moment? What could happen if you just believe? Now you just keep shutting with God. I've been to Chicago many times. Have you ever, you never have seen anything walk to this platform but what was touched by the hand of God? No meeting at any place have you ever seen. He has never failed me. And He won't never fail me. He'll either heal or tell me why He can't heal you. Now I'm going to pray for you and ask for you while you're anointed now and the angel of the Lord right by your side. Don't sit in darkness no more. The light has come. The great conqueror is here. And as I pray, believe God hears my prayer. And you shall have what you're asking for. Lord, thou who was before the world, thou has seen every move. And I don't know one thing more you can do, Lord. You've fulfilled your word to the letter. Gone beyond the boundaries of our imagination. You've went so far until you've stricken blind millions of people who grope in darkness tonight because they have rejected to walk in light. But you've opened the eyes of thousands of blind too. And oh Lord, tonight, May this lovely little group of people here, may they not walk in darkness any longer. May this be that great night for everyone here. And as they're trying now, pressing and pushing, let them just relax and know that you're standing by them. Oh, blessful God, I preach till I'm hoarse. I have looked and brought the people before your presence till I'm so weak and tired I can hardly stand here. Now, Lord, if I found grace in your sight, do this for me, Lord. Please, God, take away all the doubts from these people's hearts, that they might know that you're standing there by their side and ready to heal them, and may the devil of doubt flee from them and may the Holy Ghost rush in like a mighty Russian wind and fill every person that's standing present with divine faith and may their little candles be dipped into the oil of the Holy Ghost and they be healed right now. Grant it Lord I commit them to you and I rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus the great and mighty conqueror who has conquered every sickness and every enemy of the human race and stands tonight infallible proving himself the resurrected one. Satan, you are defeated. Take your flight in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of this audience and away from this people that God made and rule and reign in this building through Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Oh, rise and shine and give God glory. His presence is in the building. His power is here to transform every sickness into health and give you the desire of your heart. Children, raise your hands and praise the mighty God who is in your midst and blessing you tonight. Blessed be the name of the Lord.